Now entering Nerdist.com. Well, hello there. Hey, it's Sex Nerd Sandra, a long time no see. I'm glad to be here and presenting you But Stuff, a retrospective with Tristan Terramino and Andy Wood. This episode was filmed, filmed, recorded on stage at the Hollywood Improv Comedy Club. It was an honor to be there. It was part of the LA Podcast Fest, and uh, by golly, it was a good time. I am really excited to be back. I know I was gone for a little bit, and I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I don't even know what to tell you. I don't know how to explain why I went away. I kind of just... My body and my heart and my feelings were begging me for a long time to take a break. And I had friends over the last couple of years who would say, like, you need to take a vacation. You need to step away and, and kind of recharge. And I, did, I don't think I really knew how much I wasn't recharging because I, when I travel, I work. And so what happened really is that I guess when you don't, Make the decision to stop and take care of yourself. Your body sometimes does it for you. (laughs) So I just sort of became a little bit, um, I just froze and stopped and healed and, and I'm back and I'm a better human person for what has happened. I also went to Columbia. Yeah. I took my first real vacation by myself. I slept in a hammock on the beach. (laughs) And I didn't talk about sex, but I thought about it because that's regular. Uh, Anyway, I'm really glad to be back and I'm sure we'll talk about it and stuff. I'm also kind of single in that poly way where you've entered. I'm kind of dating. And when I say kind of, it's like I'm stepping my toe in. Like, "Mm, how's the how's the temperature? That's interesting. I'm. Yeah. What's that about? Uh, I have opinions and feelings, dating sites. What? Um, Okay, so enough about my own personal life. Uh, Oh, let's talk about how you and I can totally interact coming up. So I've got new episodes lined up for you. So every week, so, you know, resubscribe or extra subscribe or whatever you want to do. And then I've got live classes online now. Yes, that's right. Live classes online. Live? What? I don't really want to sell you like a video that I shot two weeks ago. I I want to be there. I want to talk to you. I want to take your questions. That is what makes me happy is, is teaching. And so I love to ask questions. The podcast is where I ask those questions. And the workshop is where I give answers. And I love both of those things. I love the giving and receiving of information and thoughts and, and of observations. I love that stuff. So go to sexnerdsandra.com. All of the classes are up there. Uh, next week's female orgasm, balls deep, fundamentals of fellatio. Then a suck smarter, not harder class, which is my intermediate BJ class. Uh, planning your sex buffet, playful kink, snatch attack, orgasms, how to do that, strap-ons, uh, PIV sex, um, boning 201. I'm pretty much packing every every single class I've ever taught and all the information into three months and I'm doing it to Sydney, Australia, uh, London, and Los Angeles. And so pick a time zone that works for you. It'll be 7 p.m. in all three of those time zones. And only 10 bucks, American style. Um, yeah. It's kind of wild. I did one last week called Awesome Oral for Everybody. It was so good. 
it was like everybody was so encouraging and laughing. I can't hear you laugh because I don't, but people would like LOL and stuff. And it was just really neat. The internet is amazing. Okay, I'm talking a lot. I've missed you. I have. I have totally missed you. So if you'd like to take one of my classes or all of my classes um, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. in three different time zones, uh, sign up at sexnerdsonder.com. All the links are there. And if you want to hear me interview people, you should uh, totally keep listening because that's about to happen. Oh, and we're about to talk about Burning Man a little bit too. My experiences in the Orgy Dome, I, I will talk about that a lot because I it was interesting and I got to observe a lot of sex. But this time it was kind of like the, the processing of the Orgy Dome. And that's all I got right now. I'm just glad to be back. I'm going to step away now and let you listen to this episode. Oh, so good to see you, slash talk to you, etc. See you on the internet. Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra Podcast. Whoa, what are all these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the improv. <gasps> Sex people taking over a comedy space. It's one of my favorite things. Um, welcome. Thank you to the LA Podfest for inviting this weirdo to get to be podcasting here. It's kind of like historical, I think. Sex positive educators. Hitting the mainstream with a couple friends showing up. I like it. Uh, so I host a show that's weekly. It's a podcast called, well, my name. And I talk about sex and topics around sexuality. And tonight we get to talk about all the butt stuff. All of it. And from, for the rest of your life, you'll be that person who went to the butt stuff show that can talk about all the things uh, at parties. And you bust myths, everyone. Bust those myths. Right? Let's all make butt stuff a better place for all of us. Um, but first, I want to talk about something personal before we get to the amazing Tristan Terramino. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, this is just an excuse to interview her, FYI. Um, I am still processing some experiences I had recently because I just came back from Burning Man. Uh, yeah, it was really fun. Lots of bicycling. I saw a lot of art, you know, hugged a lot of people. And I camped in a tent. I slept in a tent three feet from uh, the orgy dome. So all, like, setting up my tent in the dark the first night I got there on a Tuesday night, I just heard orgasms for, like, hours. And I was, like, trying to figure out, like, the new poles on on things and my pole would like hit the the side of the orgy dome and like there'd just be people inside like screaming and like I heard all kinds of orgasms for days. I had no idea what I was signing up for when I said I would camp with them. Um so that was exciting. Hi, how are the fries? What's going on over there? Yeah, thank you. Um so I just I need to process uh this experience because I showed up uh with love in my heart because I'm a sex educator, and so at the Orgy Dome, that's 100 people who all get together and create a safe space you can have sex in, and then you have all these consent conversations before that people like me who dress up in kangaroo outfits and just go, hey, everybody, welcome to the Orgy Dome. Let's talk about consent. Yes means yes, etc. Uh, 
yeah, here's a condom. Um, that was my job, and I was so excited. But what I didn't realize is that I was camping with like a hundred, what I thought, what seemed to be like a hundred swingers. I had no idea. <laughs> I had zero percent in I, I had no idea turned out like there were all kinds of different lifestyles and things it wasn't all but I, for like the first 24 hours it was like cruiseville usa and i was the lone female that decided to camp in orgy dome like it was all just anyway i there were lots of opportunities missed opportunities um that first day uh so i i have feelings and and a terrible acid trip i have to talk about um i i have a new friend who's a comedian producer just wonderful person that I've, I've heard about for so long. I just met him at Burning Man. Andy Wood, will you come to the stage, please? Andy Wood, give him a round of applause. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> the amount of conversations we've had before this point in order to talk about boundaries and consent around what we're going to talk about right now, like... <laughs> Like, we did a lot of work to get to this point. It's true, it's true, yeah. Uh, it's funny that we actually, like, crossed paths at Burning Man because this was my second year going, uh-huh. and on the drive up for the first year, I was just, like, searching for any podcast that had any mention of Burning Man things, and there weren't that many, and yours came up with one of the founders of the Orgy Dome, or the, like, yes. head of the Orgy Dome. I, in a hundred-person camp, where everyone worked very hard, I knew two people. One was a dear friend of mine named, well, they're both dear friends, but, like, Laszlo, mm-hmm. who is fantastic, and... And, uh, and everybody else were just sexy strangers <laughs> winking at me as I set up my tent. <laughs> um, and I met you actually during a panic attack that I had I didn't, it down wasn't, the road. It wasn't evident to me, by the way. If Thank you thought you. that it showed, it didn't show. I appreciate it. This is so weird. Like, like theater in the round. I don't know what to do. <laughs> An um, acid-induced panic attack? Is yeah. That... I, did you guys know that I was on acid? You told me. I wouldn't have known if you hadn't said so. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah. It's Burning Man. Like, there's just a baseline where you assume... There's no one who's not on something. I was on mushrooms at the time. So oh, like, shit, I, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, I didn't tell you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was, like, hiding in my car. Uh, there was a huge... Uh, at Burning Man, it's like a festival in the desert that, that you create whatever you want out there. I love it so much. But awesome. this year, I camped alone, uh, which is a whole adventure. And I knew that some friends, including you, were just down the street. Real close. And so I was huddling in my car. It was cold. It was a windstorm in the middle of the day. I, I was all alone and just like high out of my mind on acid. Just like, like no, not a lot of visuals, but all the feelings and just like, eh, like everything was just... Uh, I was feeling the universe and so I was like I need friends immediately so I got on my bike it, it, the sun had set and I, I found you guys and you were double fisting hot dogs <laughs> you just had that's not no like literally you were just eating oh, hot that's dogs that's not a euphemism that's not a Burning Man term that's just we had a barbecue going it was yeah yeah, yeah. actually hot dogs <laughs> and I, I saw you and I saw uh, some some other friends and like and like people from the soulmate uh, camp where you yeah you give a trading give, post. yeah where yeah. you get a, a new friend anyway just people huddled around and I just I threw down my bike and I was like do you do were you there when I said the thing what did you say I said oh thank God I'm surrounded by swingers 
No, I didn't like, hear really that. loud. Swingers are the nicest people, aren't they? That's what oh, they absolutely. Do. I was. I like the minute there's sexual tension, I have. I, I I freak out. Like I like talking about sex and I like learning about sex. But when I actually am around people who might actually want to have sex with me, I like like I lose all feelings in my limbs and like I start to just. <laughs> this is I, the nerd part of sex nerd. Comes yeah, I, yeah, it's really hard for me. So that was like me. Just I needed like anchors. Yeah, we're <laughs> so. not swingers. Just a bunch of uh, Grateful Dead enthusiasts, I guess. I'm not even a big fan. Our, our camp was Grateful Dead themed, but I, I was like, yeah, that. They're, they're fine. Grateful Dead's fine. fine. I just like this camp. I want to camp these guys. Uh, so anyway, I really appreciated to know people there. Yeah, um, it was fun. And so was, after that, did, it, did the trip get better? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I was just, for me, when I go to a new place, like I have this like intense, like. That I, was I, your first I, Burning Man. No, no, it was my fourth. Okay. But it was my first time alone. It was my first oh, okay, time alone. Okay, okay. With, with no friends, basically. Yeah. Are we, by the way, are we making this sound like a thing people do or don't want to do now? I'm curious, how many do want to go to Burning Man after listening to some of this? And how many are like, what the fuck is this thing? Why would you go to it? Right, yeah. Either, both of those things are true. Both of those things are equally true. I love it, but I mean, people that don't love it, I, I get why they wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> so later that night, can I, can I share this about what happened later sure. this night? Sure. Yes, we're on a sex podcast. Yeah. I was on my shift... Um, as a kangaroo, and I was like still kind of high, and I was like, "Fuck, I hate talking to people when I'm high." And so I really was like, "Hey, everybody, let's talk about how to negotiate boundaries since you're about to go into the orgy." You know, like I was talking real slow uh-huh. out of like a anyway. I, I thought yeah. that was just your spiel. It was like a yeah, but it was way slower, okay. and I sounded like a muppet. You know, <laughs> I think you're just in your head. It's Burning Man. No one's judging any. No one's noticing. <laughs> At least things you think people are noticing. No one's noticing them. I didn't. I wasn't saying that people were noticing. I was just saying like it was happening. And there, okay. pe- and because you have people who are like, yeah, great. I don't have to clean up my tent. I can just come here, and they have safe sex supplies, and uh, and we can like have a clean bed and and play around and go out. Clean like, is generous. I think uh, that I it had gotten a little. We were running out of supplies. <laughs> Next year's gonna be great. Next year's gonna be great. Right, we're working hard. But anyway, so. Um, you found some friends to actually check it out. Well, fr- friends who wanted to, like, not partake, like, the whole, did you already explain that you can't go in there alone? Right, you gotta, you come with the partner, you leave with the partner. Yeah. No, no, no man left behind in there. No looky-loos. Yeah. We kind of wanted to looky-loo a little bit, but we didn't want to, like, commit fully to, we were kind of treading that line. I don't know how much that happens. People, like, are like, we want to go in, we are all on the same page, we're a little group, uh, we're going to do something to justify being in there, but not maybe like... Uh, this is what I found out from the person that you went... One of the people you went with is that after they shared with me that you were all pretending to make out and like like <laughs> each... each like One person was in the middle and then like the other two people on both sides are like touching a boob and just looking around and doing no, this. Not, no, that's not... That is not... That is not what... That makes it sound... Uh, I mean, I'm like impressed and I'm also... I've never seen before. Like, no, I'm not... <laughs> I, I mean, I just... I was so glad to know that I wasn't alone because I would like go in with a little basket of condoms and lube. The, like we the all like turn. It's a bucket. The, well, no, you oh, get no, a I'm bucket. Sorry. There's the okay. Do you put your stuff in so you don't lose it? Because man, do people lose things at orgies? Well, First of all, right? she, didn't, right? she didn't mention when you show up, you literally take a number. It's like a deli. You take <laughs> a number. Everyone's waiting their turn to fuck. It's also the only air conditioned place at the whole Burning Man. So like, 
people are really interested in getting in there also. Yeah. Or, or it's heated at night, like it was cold at night. So. Oh, that's just warm bodies. Or warm bodies, yeah, it gets Absolutely. hot. Um, right, I'm checking my notes here. But yeah, so then after your number gets called, and we got to kind of cut the line. Like, I've gotten to take advantage of some perks of being in comedy before, but I've never gotten to, like, cheat my way into an early admittance to an orgy. Oh, yeah, that I found out that, like, cool. yeah, a campmate was like, you know, you could just let your f- your friend in. <laughs> I like, appreciate that. And I mean, it's kind of against the rules, but it was like, okay, I have I have one friend. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to just let them yeah, in. It's like, but now we, the problem is this podcast is going out to the world, so now it's, like, opening the door for people. Oh, I'm not cast. letting anybody else cut the line. Just, okay, cool. Just, just yeah. you, and. Andy. Yeah, it was very tame, for the record. Uh, it, it, we weren't just looky-loos, but you know, we also didn't... Uh, my well, parents might listen to this, so nothing really crazy happened. And, uh, <laughs> okay, so we're going we're gonna to just cut it short right there. I'm no, we're going to have to cut it totally short. I mean, like... I mean, well, then... Everyone look what? at his face right now. This is the face of someone who did dirty things and won't doesn't know if it's safe to I share. I was a party to a dirty thing, but I was barely partaking in the dirty Oh, thing. you were... Uh, so yeah, well, the, the woman, <laughs> so then you, you walk in the room and it's this L-shaped room and um, like the, the straight ahead room is just it's almost like a military barracks but everyone's fucking on all the beds oh um, yeah I've, I've been to sex parties before and I was shocked at how much boning there's there's a lot of boning yeah, it was like, all boning it's like, like once you're in there you know that your time is like you, you had to wait for this so like now you get to, <laughs> get to it there was a foursome, like, four-way 69-ing. Like, all four, like, I guess it's like a quadrilateral 60, it's just a square. They're squaring, I guess. I but, love geometry. Yeah, as did they. Uh, and then as, as you cross that, as you get into the, to the, the dog leg right after that first room, you get to the area that's like group, group play, sort of. You can, like... Or this all, I mean, it's all, it's all free-for-all. My friend no, earlier... No, just, no, 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 no. It's not free-for-all. Okay, that's what people think orgies are, but there's a lot of consent stuff. No, most of it oh, no, was... It's not a free, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was you bring your partner in and you have space, but no one's going to bother you. No, But there exactly. is the, like, do you want to maybe get up into this? Like, there is a section for that, but you don't yeah, have to go there. You don't have to do anything. Also, you did a great spiel. I, I should say her consent speech was amazing. And I, I'd like to think that you weren't lying when you said we're the only ones that answer that one question, right? Is that true? Oh, where I was like, yes means yes. yes. No means no. Maybe means no. I was like, because <gasps> everybody Fucking. else is like, maybe <laughs> yes. Oh, I, oh. I understand consent, you guys. Also, I understand fuck machines, which is the next part of the story. Um, so as you turn right in that tent, uh, there's a young, uh, a nice young lady who's lying on like uh, almost like a medical table. <laughs> it was a massage table. A massage table. That's okay. And that's this a was a special guest. This isn't a usual thing. This was somebody whose wife, he built a, se- a fucking machine for his wife. He didn't build a fucking machine. He built a fucking machine. <laughs> it wasn't like, he built a fucking machine. He built a machine that fucks. <laughs> And his wife allowed him to bring it in and, and share it with people. And like, he would, you know, wipe it down and put, like, a condom on it and stuff. And he yeah. didn't touch the person, but he just... He was so sweet. And Because uh, Burning Man is all about gifting. I don't know if she explained that also. There's, that no, there's no exchanging of anything. There's no money. There's no bartering. It's all just gifting. Some people gift bacon or, like, uh, the camp across from us whiskey. This guy, a fuck machine. So <laughs> yeah. everyone has their own different camps. They're different gifts. And that was what he was gifting to Burning Man in general. So, yeah, someone was getting serviced by that. And it intrigued uh, someone in the group that I came in with. So then uh, she decided to try that also. And, okay, I just, for the record, and I'm going to say this, because we do need to get to the best stuff. Um, But since I did basically bond with your group, uh, and after it turns out, like, you all, because... I came in with the caddy, and you all called me over. And I'm, like, in a... Because it's 
fucking freezing at night, and I'm wearing like a big jacket and literally a giant kangaroo onesie with ears and a tail and <laughs> and stuff. And I just kind of like I'm like, who needs who needs more lube? Oh, who's dehydrated and needs more lube? And um, and you all like call me over and and like. And want me to translate and like help with the process of penetration and stuff. You were like a doula for this <laughs> machine. <laughs> right. And I also, I was still kind of on acid. Uh, but, but it turned out later that you all, f- I mean, I, I hate to, because I actually didn't check in with you about this part. So, uh, but it turned out that you all felt way safer because, like, okay, Sandra, the sex educator is here. So this is totally legit. Yeah. This is legit. The, the fucking machine, the orgy, I'm like, this is, this is just sex ed. And this is just me having a life experience yeah. with a this sex isn't educator. This some guy by, behind a Shoney's no. with a thing by a dumpster that. Yeah. And for me, like, I was literally holding a big red pail in this outfit with three people, like, two people in their underwear and a naked person and a guy with a, a ponytail and just just me in this outfit. Like, I want that painted, like, yeah. as a painting. And he was so, he was so matter-of-fact about it, as you would have to be. You couldn't be like, I'm going to put this. So he was just, like, so clinical, this ponytail dude, about what's about to happen. Like, everything as he's doing it, he's like, I'm disinfecting, now I'm putting a condom over this and then yeah it was it was really strangely non-sexual right. it was almost like we were conducting an experiment like <laughs> hypothesis this will fit now we test <laughs> the hypothesis one time i was invited to be a th- uh, the third in a threesome mm. and, and i'm just gonna say this and then start the <laughs> st- start the butt stuff part of this um but i was really nervous, and so they, to make me feel better, they gave me a lab coat, so I wore a lab nice. coat during the whole thing and made it sciencey. and I was like... Clip, clipboard, <laughs> glasses on your head. This was yeah. a long time ago. I was like, I actually was like, oh, thank God. Okay, yeah. That's safer. That's way safer, yeah. Yeah, I wrote down my, my results, so it's fine. What were the results? Uh, everybody had high-fived. And Gold stars all It was 100% high-fiving. We did it. Nice. Um, thank you, Andy. I really am thank just processing you. this amazing experience I had. Was the rest of the non-sexual parts of Burning Man, were those fun for you, too? Yes. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like, I, I actually went to the Strap-On-A-Thon across the way at Camp Beaverton. I didn't know about the strap on And... They were because I have friends there, and uh, my and my girlfriend is there, and so I I helped out there as well. Like I I, I just they needed extra people, so I was kind of like midwiving sex parties all over the place. Like it was really strange. Like I didn't mean to. That's such an um, interesting role to have. Yeah. But yeah, I really love I love creating places where people can be free and and really explore their boundaries. I, nice. I that's one of the most important things to me. So I can't interpret this crowd's. It's so weird to not be doing like a comedy show because like I know what the response to like funny things is supposed to be. I don't know what the response to like titillating things is supposed to be sound wise. Is this huh. like? bumming everybody out because you know we have like siblings and parents or is this like <laughs> this is what I'm thinking about it the whole time I okay, actually yeah, I'm gonna get out of my head about I don't this. think my parents made it but I, in, I invited my whole family <laughs> oh yeah I've got uh, two siblings and a cousin here oh my god uh, yeah at least oh. my dad didn't make it that's fine it stresses me out so much I never record in LA it's not a place I, I live here I don't record here yeah. uh okay and and my my friends from the orgy dome hey what what gave me my lantern back my uh this was used to um light up a hookup yurt um <laughs> yeah really and any and, yurt can be a hookup yurt with that light I think yeah right? this was this was the hookup uh lantern but it says my name on the bottom so it comes back to me it's dusty uh yeah and then at one time the, p- the power went out 
in, in the orgy room, so it was like complete darkness, which is a whole other kind of sex party. Um, <laughs> and so like I, we all ran in with our lights to, to like light it, so it's like, this has been places. Not places, but like places up, not in. But yeah, it's a good place. Um, like in some future religion, that's going to become uh, like a high holiday. Now, the remembrance of the time when the lights went out, they <laughs> bonded together. Uh, um, okay, I... Hey, Andy, do you want to talk about butt stuff? I'll talk about butt stuff. What, yeah. Why not? We already talked about fucking machines. <laughs> you guys want to talk about butt stuff? Tristan Terramino, you want to come up here and talk about butt stuff? Guys, put your right hands there. together for Tristan Terramino, the yes. marvelous. Thank you. Thanks. Hi. Hi, you. Welcome. I feel like we're all so far away. Let's scoot in a little. Oh, bit. Closer. Okay, let's, get, sure. let's get a little bit. Hey, everybody. Okay. Okay. <gasps> Closer. Tristan, you are like one of the, like people I think fan out on you as a sex educator more than maybe anybody else in our field. Really? You're like the beloved one. <laughs> Can I touch you? <gasps> so soft. People say that about my hands. Really? No yes. manual labor. <laughs> <laughs> or you wear gloves. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um okay. You're you're yeah, holding you. You have a Just get that hair butt plug it. on your knee. Leg. Knee. So this is one of my greatest life accomplishments. Um, and I felt like if I was going to take the stage at the Improv for my very first time, I shouldn't be alone. I should bring the butt plug that is named for me, the Tristan. Nice. I no, come back. Has she can like have her picture taken with the Improv sign. Is this um? Has it been used? That particular Tristan? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I won't touch it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's I, silicone. It's silicone. Absolutely. Absolutely. You that can disinfect the, that. That means the answer was going to be yes no matter what. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think for me, more than uh, like a boiling, I need to like light some sage and like, <laughs> like do a little thing. That's what I tell sort lesbians. Sort of get the energy out of the butt plug. Yeah, that's what I tell lesbians. About energy, you they know, yes. They can hold it in. Yeah. Hold the energy in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, around breakups and stuff like these... Toys are expensive and they're great quality. So people like throw them away after a relationship. I'm like, no, no you light sage, you do a little thing, and then you move on. <laughs> you know, that's Precisely. how you do it. No, wait, yeah. I think that works for women. But like, if you started dating a guy and then he like broke out his bag of tricks from his exes, you wouldn't be down with that. Well, number one, as long as they're like stainless steel and medical grade silicone, like good really? quality stuff yeah. that's been. Uh, and I just think I need to stop you right there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> If I was with a guy and he broke out a bag of sex toys, that's a keeper. Okay. Okay. That's totally a keeper. Absolutely. You make it sound like it's an everyday no, occurrence. Right. Like every guy's got a bag of toys. I got a bag of toys. He's got a bag of toys. It's like that's not true. Yeah, well, I got my own signature line. Obviously, everyone <laughs> has their own like signature. One time, I was I started dating someone and they were using a plastic vibrator on me, and. I was like, that's cool, whatever. I mean, I was, like, doing stuff, and what, you know. But later, it dawned on me, oh, have you used this with other people? Yes. That, that's not... You can't sterilize it. Oh, not cool. Not cool. Like, I was just so like... Mm. Wait, you I just guess. said this like everyone knew. Which things can you sterilize? Which things can't? Oh, 
Oh, this is a good lesson. You, yeah. yeah. So silicone, you can sterilize silicone, okay. right? And not all soft materials are silicone. So you have to get Make reputable sure brands like Tantus and Vixen Creations and anything that's stainless steel or glass, anything that's non-porous. There are some plastics that are non-porous, like Aneros is made of Absolutely. this sort of medical grade plastic Which that is non-porous. Did you know that? What? You can boil a Neros uh, plastic. Oh, really? I don't boil my Neros. I didn't know that. Yeah, you totally can. Sorry. Okay. It's a, <laughs> then it's there's a other hands-free prostate massager. Uh, all your parents love it, believe me. <laughs> so um, plastics, steer clear of plastics, but silicone and steel, you can just boil them and they're good? And glass. And glass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good to know. If it smells bad, you can't do anything. And the top-level plastics. The top-level plastics. You know, like the Lilos of the world. If it's 100 bucks, you can okay. disinfect it. What about, like, what about like a Bakelite? What about like a... Uh, <laughs> Early, early 20th century plastic. <laughs> early 20th century. Proto-plastic. Like you're, no one knows the history light. of plastics. Okay, fine. <laughs> I, not yet. I don't know. I have never seen a Bakelite butt plug. It probably existed. It must have. Like, think about the person who invented plastic. You think that wasn't, like, the third thing on their mind? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. 3D printers and sex toys. When oh I God, learned you could yeah. 3D print ceramic. Yes. Holy shit. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about right now, is it? <laughs> now, Tristan, I mean, I assume everybody knows what you do and stuff, but you've been talking about sex. Uh, you've been a sex educator since the 90s, right? Yes. And you are an author, and you're a speaker, and you're a d- feminist porn director, and you're... Have you been in porn? And I've been in porn, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. You've done many things. It's shocking. That's so when the right wing like gets on TV and they really want to sort of drag me down and denigrate me, they were like, okay, wait a second. Before we begin this debate, she's been in porn. <laughs> and I'm like, is that all you have? Like, you don't even have a critique of my performance? <laughs> That's just true. That's just, everyone knows that. It's on the internet. You can at least be like, she was in poorly lit porn. Like, at least, right, at least exactly. say something bad. Oh, right. that's yeah. messed up. Yeah. That would be messed up. Yeah. And, that, and that would it be 90% of though. porn, just so you know. It's so, it doesn't take that much to figure out lighting. Like, it's, uh, right, and Vimeo? Vimeo is a fantastic resource for uh, amateur lighting. Really? Yeah. Vimeo that's just more, has... Uh, Amateur porn in it? No, no, no. no. Well, no. Vimeo is can be a little sex positive oh. when they want to. I'm talking about lighting tutorials, y'all. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> We're just talking about that's where all the geeks that do filmmaking hang out. Okay. Right. Uh, so you do all this really cool stuff, and you've been. When did you start uh, teaching about sex, and was it immediately about butt stuff? Yes. So um, the very first book I wrote, which came out in 1998, was called The Ultimate Guide to Anal Sex for Women. Mm-hmm. And um, is anyone going to clap for that? Yeah. Oh, wait. There was like a little rumble. There was a rumble. Where did the book go? And I was like an early, early, early adopter. This is the second edition from 2006. Um, just so you know, the first edition was lavender and had very light lettering. How 90s. Um, <laughs> and... Yeah, I mean, I wrote a proposal. Somewhat, the, the publisher said if you could write a book on just one subject in sex, not a broad general thing, but just one subject, what would it be? And I said, anal sex for women. And it was like crickets. They were like, what? And they slow clapped? <laughs> well, then they just backed off and they're like, okay, we're feminists and we're queer and we're down with the program, but I don't know if we can publish this as like one of our first books in the series. Like maybe we should start slow. Like, the ultimate guy. Kind of lingus. Oh. Like let's ease into it. Like you're going to go right for anal sex. And I said, yeah. And they went for it. And did it like, 
Did it blow up? Well, the thing is, I had these meetings with all the publishers, you know, and they this was not exactly a book that you could promote in traditional ways. Like, Barnes & Noble did not want to blow up the cover and put in the window, uh-huh. please <gasps> join Tristan Terramino for an evening of anal sex. Not even, like, the most radical Barnes & Noble in the East Village in New York City. They're having none of it. Um, so it was it was an interesting thing, and I remember meeting with all these salespeople who said that the title was too racy, that the book itself was too racy, and and I remember the exact quote: "We don't even know if this whole buying books online thing is going to take off." <laughs> and it didn't. No, it didn't at all. Mm. <laughs> and really what launched my book and launched my career is um, I wrote a handwritten letter and mailed my book and the handwritten letter to Howard Stern. Ooh. And I said, hey, I wrote a book about anal sex. Want to talk about it? And he was like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and he said yes. Yeah, bet he did. And, um, and so I was on his show. It was my very first media appearance ever. Nice. Which is like, you know, diving into the way, 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 way deep end. Um, and I remember we were doing only mail order at the time. And so they, I gave out an 800 number where people could call. Oh, my God. Is that the 90s? I buy a book. It was, yeah, wow. I that out. Yeah. I love that you had to talk a lot of people into anal sex, basically, is what it sounds like <laughs> the pitch process was. Oh. Right, but not non-consensually. Not, yeah, yes, yeah. I definitely had to but talk But, you know, the publisher was like, I don't know. And you're like, come on. I mean, just a little bit. Just, just a little, a little bit. bit. Just one yeah, yeah. finger book. book. Yeah. Little book. A little thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I mean, did did you, like, get burned at the stake? Or were people like, oh, thank God, finally? People were pretty freaked out in the beginning. Like, if you could trace, you know, at, at the beginning, I was teaching these workshops that were based on the book. And there would be people there. And it would, like, be, like, two of my friends and then 20 strangers. And a few of the strangers would be sort of like titillated and looking at toys. And the rest of them looked like they're having a panic attack. Like, oh, my God, what am I doing here? What's going to happen? I'm at an anal sex workshop. Oh, my God. I, I mean, love those people. Yeah, <laughs> just like super anxious. And now when I teach an anal sex workshop, it's like they come in, they sit in the front row. They're like waving banners. I mean, they're just like <laughs> so into it. You know, people are just talking about it way more. But it used to be the thing where people would ask me, what do you do? I'd say I'm a writer. They'd say, what do you write? I said I wrote this book, and I would say that a lot of people would just walk away from me, like at a, at a when party. When you said the title, yes, they would just be like, "I need another drink." <laughs> Bye. And now, if I tell people I wrote a book on anal sex, ten out of ten people will stay and talk. Everyone to me. just like joins around, and then yeah, just, I mean, like, they have a story, they have a funny anecdote, they have a question they've been dying to ask. You know, everyone has an anal sex thing. Do you think it's partially because your social life has changed, and now you're in different circles? <laughs> I never thought of that. No, it's because I began an anal sex cultural revolution, Sandra. You guys, seriously, we're here with an innovator. You guys should all respect that. I've changed the dialogue in America. Got it. (laughs) But what were you doing before that that made you an expert on butt stuff? Where you were like, I have enough experience to bring to bear. I need to write a book. Prove yourself, Tristan. Yeah, Yeah. so the thing is, you know, I grew up with with feminism and feminists Mm -hmm. and our bodies ourselves. And I saw, you know, radical feminist lesbian porn when I was in college. And so I knew that I knew enough. And the things I didn't know, I would learn. I would talk to experts. I would study anatomy. And I would just write that goddamn book. Nice. But I had a lot of anal sex as research. Research, purely research. Science. Were you wearing a lab coat, though? Um... 
in, mm, I'm trying to think of like if I've ever done that role play. No, but I had a, did have a nurse's uniform <laughs> that I wore for a while to sex parties. And someone, was it my partner? I don't remember who got me this, but a little, got me a little tag that said, Tristan, enema technician. Ooh, nice. do you still have that? Of course I do. Of course you do. <laughs> of course oh I do. Oh my gosh, do. I want to see that. But I gave away the nurse uniform because after a while, you know, you, you go to a, you know, you go to a role play swap and you want something else. A role play swap. Wait, a like, place, a, like a clothing wait. swap for oh. people who role play. Oh okay, my god! Yeah. You right? Wait, why has no one invited me to one of those? I don't know. I don't know. You can pick up some good shit. Uh, yeah, you probably can. Yeah, I mean, but you have a kangaroo suit, for example. I'm not giving that. That up. would, but that would be a good. That would be a. Well, they do that. The last day of Burning Man, like they have all those clothing camps. People are getting rid of their last year's outfit and grabbing one for next year from someone else. They got really? rid of. Yeah, yeah. You can, like change out your stuff the last day. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. No one. I didn't get that memo. If you showed up with the kangaroo outfit, I swear you'd get like top pick. Really? Yes. I, I mean, when I do clothing swaps, you just throw your stuff in the middle and everybody just gets naked and grabs things. Like, it's not like Wait, a, they get naked? It's not bartering. Or, I mean, it's tends to be like a safe space for your friends and you all just don't want to like try it on I didn't know these were things yeah like oh that that dress looks awesome on you oh my god check out those pants on you I had never heard it and it's not sexual it's but yeah it's not sexy you're just dudes I guess dudes don't have clothing swaps no we don't part of the thing is like when you have a clothing swap at your house which I do often is I get all of my friends to get naked so it's, because they're, they're trying things on. This consent, we're playing a little fast and loose with this whole consent here thing. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Dude, I, uh... There is a fly. I have so many costumes. There's so many flies. There's a fly attacking me. Um... I have so many costumes that I need. This is not what this is about. No, okay, about sorry. sorry. Okay, so oh, you, you like studied her. what you didn't know you researched. Uh-huh. At any point, were you interested in, like, discovering... See, I didn't know men's and women's butts were that different. So They are. Okay. Not that different. So okay. first I'll say, like, that's one of the things I love about anal sex is, like, everyone has a butt, and so it's But you really guys don't democratic. poo out of yours, right? We don't what? You guys don't poo out of yours, though. No, right? that's okay, right. Okay, yeah. no. That's right. It's a different system. <laughs> no, it comes out of our mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is so disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I knew we were going to, like, talk about disgusting things, and we'd have to talk about that's poop eventually, but, like, the image of, like, you pooping out of your mouth was not was not where I thought we were going to go. That. I didn't picture it when she said it. When I, you said it I oh, really? It. Yeah, my no. head does. I saw it immediately. My brain is broken in so many ways. I can't. Oh. See, here's the thing. <laughs> you were, were you born male and assigned male gender yeah, at birth? Yeah, pretty sure. Okay. So you have a prostate gland. Yes. Right? And people who are female, assigned female at birth, female bodied, um, well, they say we don't have a prostate gland. I mean, there's a lot of people who, who back that up. There's science that says that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like I do have a prostate gland. Okay. And this is a really small disorder in the DSM. It's called prostate envy. Uh-huh. What? Yeah, that's no, in the I'm DSM? Totally, no, not at all. No, no, no. Um, oh, you got me. Oh, yeah, that's the psychological manual. I feel like manual. I have a magic button in my ass. For sure. Oh, my God. Do you have the magic button as well? Yes. I I was, I feel like that's the um, the perineal sponge. Sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. No, I mean, I, yeah, the perineal a, sponge, yes. But I'm an, telling you it's, it's bigger. It's better than the perineal sponge. Okay. Or it's like a highly advanced perineal sponge or something. Yeah. Or do you feel it when there's something in your vag, or do you, or only when your vag is empty? Oh, it depends. But I mean, my orgasms from anal sex are way, way, way more intense than any other orgasm I can have. Okay, for sure. From oh. purely that, or that in addition to other stimulation? Um, usually anal plus clitoral stimulation. Okay. But no, nothing in the vag. Okay. 
Cool. And when we're talking about that spot, I just assumed things. Are we talking up in there and toward the belly button? Right. Well, you can have style? kind of like, yeah, you can have indirect G-spot stimulation. You know, people with female bodies can have indirect G-spot stimulation if you, like, get in a certain position and kind of hit, try to hit that front wall. That's absolutely possible, yes. Okay. And some people say they feel like they're having a, quote, G-spot orgasm, but they can experience it from anal penetration. Okay. So it's just kind of pushing all the way through everything to that same spot, sort of. Exactly, because all that's like separating the vaginal canal and the rectal canal, I'm getting really technical now, is, um, is that little thin membrane. Not like you're going to poke through it, kind of thin. <laughs> right, right. But just, I have but thought about that. Is there, because I know, I don't know exactly which parts are analogous. In, like, does every organ in men and women have an analogy to their, in their gender? Because like, you know, like ovaries... Or testicles are descended ovaries because everyone starts off female and then you become male right. in utero. So, is there some like similar prostate thing? Like you're saying, there's no, nothing at all there that's analogous. Yeah. I mean, some people. Okay, someone. Some people would say the G spot is analogous to the prostate, but. I mean, we'd have to go way back to, like, the zygotes and, like, when everything's dividing. Yeah. And certainly the G-spot acts the most like the prostate. Okay. But it's on the front wall of the vagina, not – it's not where the prostate is. And hasn't there been recent controversy about whether it exists again, right, uh, in the media? Okay. Seriously? I'm not just making this up. There's been news. I know. Whether, every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Every day there's a controversy about the G-spot. Yeah. It's sci- science people. So much, so many biases are brought into people's research. And, and so much research is done poorly mm-hmm. that it's and, – and then the media interprets it yeah. poorly. And so yeah. you just have this weird game of uh, telephone where, where the headlines are telling people, you have a G-spot now. You don't. We- no. And there was this great study recently that said people who have anal sex are more – women who have anal sex are more likely to have an orgasm and I thought okay this I'm totally into this let me get this could be like my finally I'm I'm being confirmed as like my life's work is being (laughs) validated um and I looked and the study had 13 people in it (laughs) that's not really no that's just not enough and I can't believe like who are you that you could only get 13 people to have anal sex for you like I could call people up right now and have a hundred just west coast like a group That's text thread and just get them all. Yeah. Yeah. What do you like have? Like a mob, like a flash mob of anal sex. Right. Research. Everyone already wearing their, their Tristan butt plugs. Exactly. And just, I'm just curious yeah. what you have their names in your phone as. Like if they're even full names <laughs> or if it's just like number 35 in the potential orgy that I would call up or something. <laughs> no, everyone has a name. They're real, okay, everyone they're has an identity. And butts. Yes. Like. <laughs> now their name might be, you know, not exactly their name. Like it could <laughs> right. be, you know, my friend, I met this guy at a sex event that I used to run and his name, you know, everyone has like a sort of scene name in the kink world. Like and his name, name was Switch Me. So it's now like fast forward six years. I've known this guy. I've been to his house. We're friends. And at one point, like I'm in his kitchen and I'm like, switch me. Will you hand me that pepper? And he turned to me and said, you could call me by my first name. (laughs) (laughs) But I like knew him as switch me. And you, you just, you just start saying those names and they don't sound weird to you until you're like then in their kitchen calling them switch me. Yeah. It's like, did you get a Burning Man name, a Playa name? I've never been given one. I realize that I live my life with a Playa name, basically, Sex Nerd Sex Nerd yeah. yeah. And I, of course, do all this under my given name, um, which means, like, everyone that I went to high school with can find me on Facebook and try to be friends with me as if they didn't, like, torture me as a child because I was such a geek. <laughs> yeah. They want to be my friend. I say... No. No. Oh. Some of them, some of them, if they really kiss my ass, I'll let them be my friend. Literally. 
Correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, did you get a play a name? I didn't get a play a name. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, everyone, like uh, everybody, <laughs> has elaborate costumes, and I'm uh, costumes stress me out so much. I'm so bad at that stuff. So I never have anything good. So both years, I just went as uh, the guy everyone thinks is a cop. It's not Halloween. <laughs> No, but, like, people do have super elaborate... Like, yeah. last year I had super costume envy because my campmates had, like, these crazy-ass EL wire vests that they'd spent hours building, like, fur things, and I was just do, like... Do you know the guy who has the whole pink camp? Oh, Hal- Halcyon. Halcyon. Do you know Halcyon with the pink camp I've and the pink the, bike and the pink fur? I've seen a Yeah. Wait, the one that has, like, the giant... Uh, pink heart. Yes, it's right on the Esplanade. Exactly. Yeah, with the swings. Yeah, yeah I yeah. know that guy. He's cool. That camp seems cool. Shout out to Halcyon. <laughs> <Yeah>. Shout out. <laughs> so, uh, do you know stuff about his butt? What are, you, what are you saying? I have seen him naked and having sex on more than one occasion. Nice. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, I didn't know really this was for complicated. Reals. I don't know. I mean, okay. So I was once hired to be a judge for this contest that was sort of like America's Next Top Model, <laughs> but for porn stars, like America's Next Top Porn Star. And they took us to Jamaica to hedonism, Ooh. and I was the only female judge. All the other judges were men, and so Halcyon was there with his then girlfriend, and they were trying out, and they both had pink hair, and and they were super hot, and we became friends. And then we went on a kayaking trip, and they had sex in their kayak next to me and my friend who were in a kayak and then we got like stranded out because we had gone too far because we were watching them have sex in the kayak and we almost didn't make it back how do you fit those have like single person holes the kayaks right like how do you holes fit? yeah right? but i'm saying that they're just big enough for like one person to barely slide into aren't they well they sort of laid on top of on it top they of sort of okay. splayed on top of it oh man Kayak sex seems Kayaks like the most scare difficult me. sex. So just the yeah. idea they, of that is so advanced. No, we just got sort of stranded t- out too far because we were sort of distracted by the, yeah, the wow. sex. Yes. So I've seen his ass. Um, I have never, like, done his ass. There's a lot of visuals <laughs> happening here. There's a lot of, in my mind, there's a lot of visuals. I don't know why that came up. That's so weird. Yeah. Adding, I, this whole show, I'm just adding Burning things Man, to my so bucket much. list is all I'm doing. You kayak, are? I've got to do kayak sex now at some point. Okay. Uh, that's it so far, actually. Just, just <laughs> okay. that one? Come on. I, I think I'm going to, in my mind, I'm just going to call you Fuck Machine from now on. Fuck Machine? Yeah, that's going to be machine? Your, sure, my personal play name yeah, for you. Yeah. Um, but that was a bucket list item, I feel like, just a little bit. It was much. a what? Like a bucket list item, just a little a bit. A little bit, maybe. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fodder for future comedy, I would. Maybe. For sure. um, but stuff. But what stuff. have you seen? Uh, to me, you are the person who has seen the most. Uh, you've been tapped into the butt scene for a decade and a half plus. So what have you seen change? Like, yeah, the banners, right? And people show up uh, to your classes. But, like, have ha- has America's attitude about butt sex changed a lot? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, now, you know, you open Glamour magazine or Cosmo, and they're like, oh, yeah, anal sex. No big deal. Everyone does it. Let's talk about how to have an orgasm while we're doing it and I'm just thinking back in the 90s I mean that was completely off limits completely off limits so now if the women's magazines and the most mainstream media are covering it like it's a total regular part of sexuality part of the spectrum then that is change and then of course straight guys getting fucked in the ass can I say fucked in the ass yeah it's (laughs) iTunes you're fine okay (laughs) don't tell Chris Hardwick great um <laughs> Straight guys getting fucked in the ass is its kind of own revolution within the anal revolution. How long ago did that start being a thing? Because it's been at least five years. Uh, 500 BC? No, I don't no, no, know. No, no. I what mean, do you not mean? Like, not like Caligula. I mean, like, 
like a current cultural revolution. Do you mean with men or do you mean like No, I mean 100% straight. Yeah, I identify as straight and I want to get fucked in the ass and I want the person doing the fucking to be a woman. Yeah. So this is what Dan Savage coined pegging. Pegging, right? correct. Yeah. Nice studying. Yeah. I read up. Savage Really love. seriously. Like, uh, not, do you know what, what year that was? Do you want to give that a go? I would guess it was like... Oh seven, I'm gonna guess. What no, was it was it? earlier. It was like 2002, I believe. <gasps> oh shit! I have the exact citation in my purse. I brought it because we were doing a retrospective, and I wanted to be historically accurate. <laughs> so maybe Colton will look it up for me right now, and we'll get the exact nice. date. Ooh. So, so pegging, yes, the, obviously coining the term pegging shifted things greatly but i feel like the idea that straight men sort of walk in the door and will tell you right away i love being fucked in the ass and they're proud of it and they're really vocal about it i would say in the last six years well uh, where do they walk in like everybody like just like <laughs> like like at work like in, at vaughn no, like, mean... like, um they at vaughn's if if they recognize me they tell me that um but because i shop at vaughn's um but no, like at my workshops, okay. you know, like I would say that the majority of people at my workshops back in the day would whisper this question when everyone else left the room mm-hmm. and they would be real shy about it. Mm-hmm. And now they sit in the front and they're like, okay, well, wait, I don't see the dildo up in your display that my wife likes to fuck me with. Where's that one? <laughs> I mean, they're just totally shameless in the best possible I way. I teach, I mean, I teach an anal sex class and I don't get that. <laughs> Maybe it's like, I mean, I, Is it just I, me? I want that. I mean, in my classes, but I don't have that. Usually, yeah. it still whispers for me. Oh, still whispers. Yeah, okay, but well, we're I coming along. Different demographics. We have different demographics. Well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my yeah. people are real freaky. Yeah, my people are secretly freaky. I think <laughs> nerds, man. They yeah. really... So, what do you have to teach someone who's already super freaky then? Oh, honey. <laughs> oh yeah. So no, this is a this is a good question because it's interesting because when they wanted me to do a second edition of the book because like I said I was I was a kind of almost too early adopter like my book came out before it was on trend right so then in 2005 they approached me and they said we really want you to do a second edition write a new introduction we're going to put a new cover on it that's usually what they do and I mm-hmm. said well wait 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 I've now been teaching this for six. Eight years. I've been teaching this for eight years. I know a whole lot more than I did back when I first wrote this. So I want to add new content. And I actually added like 125 pages of new content, like as if I didn't have enough to say, right? And I have a whole chapter on butt bondage, for example. Do you know anything about butt bondage? Can I guess? Sure. (sighs) How do you tie up a butt? Um, (laughs) I have a guess. I don't know. Yeah, right? So I, I have some things to teach you then. Like, you keep alluding to these things. Teach us the things. Just tell us okay. the things. Can I guess? 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 Yes. Does it have to do with a, with an anal hook? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that could be one form of butt bondage. Okay, yes. I just, that was, because I've never seen those in action. So, so, so you hook? don't get hooked, like, you don't get hung up on a wall. No, It's just no. a, a curved Without instrument. Without consent. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No. But, but butt bondage, okay, so one of the things that people like to do is wear butt plugs out in public under their clothes. It's kind of like your own little secret. Aren't we all doing that? And, and it's, it, truthfully, if you ever go somewhere and you feel like everyone around you is, like, super, super stressed out, like, like if you go to like FedEx Kinko's and it's all late and it's all been collated wrong. Mm-hmm. And then there's this one person on the line and they just seem completely at peace. <laughs> They're wearing a butt plug. It's, is this like part of yoga instruction? Now? Is there, 
it's funny is that there you a say Sanskrit that. Word for this, Andy. Yes. Because um, well, you just said it derogatorily. <laughs> if that no, is just, your name. No, like, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant it's funny that you bring that up because um, I do think that wearing a butt plug is a kind could be a kind of meditation. Mm-hmm. You get really present in your body. You get very focused on your ass. You become very mindful because the butt plug will move around and shift and you'll be like in the car and, and parking and it'll be like, whoa. Um, and so butt bondage is a way to keep the butt plug in <gasps> while it's under your clothes. So you could use bondage tape. You could do rope like Japanese shibari bondage. You could buy a, a harness. There are these great harnesses like a places like the stock room which sell butt plug harnesses handy you could lock someone in so that you control when the butt plug comes out that seems dangerous dangerous how because they don't know uh, how much coffee you've had or <laughs> <laughs> okay but this is always safe words and okay, stuff. Okay, okay, okay and i'm not gonna like leave the person across town i'm okay. gonna be right here andy <laughs> thank you thank you for staying with me i have the key you have the key <laughs> and i'm gonna be right here next thank to you okay you. I feel safe. I won't let you. Thank you. I won't let you. Oh, that's so, that, that was really nice topping. Like, you're really nurturing right then. Like, oh, uh, you're. I couldn't keep eye contact as you were saying <laughs> it. I tried and I couldn't. I couldn't. It's too much. It's it too, too real. much. Yeah. We're not there yet, but we'll get right. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's nice. Can I take it out now? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Andy, right. no. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the safe word, though. That sounds like a you problem. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh. Oh, you're you wild-eyed. You looked at me just then. Mo- I can be a mommy, but I can also be, you know. Oh, you're, you're a tough love kind of mommy, I think. Okay, <laughs> there's certain, a lot of in certain situations. You and your femme hawk. Uh, <laughs> she's got a cool haircut. So yeah. if, if this is like, that's that's like uh, advanced level, right? The butt bondage? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that if someone comes to you and like, I don't know, I want to try it, but I've never done it. Oh, yeah, no, then we start with the pinky. For okay. sure, we start with the pinky or the tiniest, tiniest little butt plug, like the buddy or the little tiny, uh, little flirt from, from Tantas. That one, I used that one and it shot out my butt. Like, I oh think I, <laughs> like, I put it in, but it's just not quite bulbous. Like, the, yeah. like your toy is bulbous, so it'll stay in. And yeah. this one, I mean, they redesigned it at some point, but I have the old school model that just, the minute you flex, it's just, like, over there. I know. No, no, no. This is a really common problem, actually. Uh-huh. Um, so the teardrop shape has always been the traditional butt plug shape. That's what they made forever and ever and ever. And the truth is that that can fall out. Mm-hmm. And it's not falling out because like you need a butter, bigger butt plug, right? Mm-hmm. That's what people are always thinking. They're writing to me and being like, what's happening? Do I need a bigger butt plug? It's like, no, you start to get really turned on. Your ass starts to have contractions, much like the rest of your genitals. And yeah, if you're not careful, you could shoot it across the room. Yeah, it's, it wants to suck it. It sucks it in and or pushes, it, pushes it, out, it, it out. And pushes it in and yeah. there's a lot of this It's like on. a good party trick, but it can be embarrassing in the wrong situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I actually, I want to, I'm going to touch your butt plug. Oh, I think sure. we've gotten to that touch point in our butt. relationship okay. now. Fantastic. Where? Isn't there some rhyming piece of advice about how they should always have bases? What's the... Uh, uh, without, uh, no base, without a trace. Meaning it can get stuck in your ass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so always, yeah, something, a base or a handle on okay. a butt toy. So, I mean, there's all sorts of butt toys mm-hmm. and everything should have a, a, a base for sure. This is, and I lost my Tristan butt plug, but it was one of my first butt plugs. After, oh I think after I got the little flirt that was like too tiny and like <laughs> embarrassing in a dorm room a long time ago. But this oh is God, so the old. best butt plug ever. And I lost mine. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, well, Sandra, first of all, I live here now. <laughs> but aren't these discontinued? No. Oh, I thought that you no, no longer... 
I live here now. I have a complete stock of them, including I have some special limited edition, one one of a kind colors we were trying out. That's great. Like colors that never made it to market. Like like there's a black, there's a purple and black one that's like mixed, like marbled, and there's a strange pink colored one, like fuchsia. Yeah. No, I can hook okay. you up with the Tristan butt plug. Oh my god, this is. This is everything I ever... And I didn't know she was going to say it was her favorite. I mean, that was, that's he ringing <laughs> the good news, guys. Look under your seats, because you get a butt plug. You get a butt plug. You get... I'm sorry. There's no butt plugs. There's no butt plugs. You know, the stem on this is fantastic, because uh, these toys are fantastic for um, for warming up the body, so that if you want to have penetrative sex with a dildo yeah. or a penis, you've already warmed up the, you know, the, yeah. uh, the very opening of your it's hard to host and educate at the same time um, i know but you can also pop this in and have other things like have oral sex exactly. get a hand job get a vibrator have vaginal intercourse a dildo whatever it is and that's in your butt warming up for you yes however well yes and warming up because but most plugs have uh their stems are too short and they're too skinny so they're not fully giving the yoga to the muscles that that, that the muscles need yeah. man you want to train because that's the thing is like you don't you're not like stretching or tearing or you know people are always afraid they're going to end up in adult diapers right that doesn't happen unless you want it to <laughs> oh. well and eventually all of us will but that is Aww. nothing to do with anal sex i'm sorry a little death humor there <laughs> um so you want to train those muscles to stay open mm-hmm. and and basically after you have a lot of anal sex those muscles go back to normal you know you your butthole looks like this again uh-huh a little beep boop boop, yeah. boop beep 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 okay okay touch it yeah <laughs> she, she was fist stunt budding i was, we was making just... a little a little butthole with my hand yeah, yeah. and he touched aren't there it too um and i touched it I don't know. I, I do know why I know this, but I'm not. Whatever. Uh, there's more than one sphincter, right? Yes, the yeah. internal and the external sphincters, and they work together. And uh-huh. I like to call them kind of like the gatekeepers to your ass, because if the sphincter muscles don't want anything going in your ass, nothing is going in your ass. Mm-hmm. And basically, one set of muscles is voluntary, the other is involuntary, but they work together and they take the lead off of one another. So as long as you learn to control the voluntary ones, the involuntary ones will sort of fall in line. Wait, wh- how many total? Are we talking? It's inter- it's a it's a set of muscles. So it's yeah. a group of muscles: internal sphincters and external yeah. sphincters. I, I but was, they're right near each other. There's yeah. no there's no big distance there. I, I was taught when I was when I was apprenticing as a sex ed person uh, that they're like two little calamari stacked on top of each other, <laughs> ready for love. How far apart are the, are they? They're right next about? to each other. Like how how far is right next to each other? Like like like, like centimeter. Oh, okay, I thought like a it millimeter. Was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like one muscle, two muscle. Yeah. Each muscles. Uh, now, Sigmund Freud muscle uh, sphincter. The uh, sig- the sigmoid colon sphincter. <laughs> wow. I was like, we're going to Freud. We're going. Okay. You didn't <laughs> no, tell okay. me that, I and just, I didn't prepare for that. This is a question I've had for a long time. Actually, yes. I wonder because, like, when people have pain, which if you're if if you're hurting uh, during anal play, you're doing it wrong. And and chill out, chill the chill out, chill the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't if, push past it. If it hurts, you haven't warmed up enough. You aren't turned on or aroused enough. You haven't used enough lube. Or your butt is just just not in the mood. I mean, I just feel like that's one thing. The butt can be finicky and sort of fussy. And one night it can be like, I'm all in. Like, just give me the whole giant, you know, dildo. And then the next night it's like, eh, not really feeling it. Mm-hmm. You have to just honor your ass. It's like that. someone you dated a long time ago that you just... 
I need to choose better now. Sorry. <laughs> Next. Anyway. I don't know where she was going with that. There was something specific. Like a finicky person that's like totally time. like into it one night and then the next. Anyway. Oh. Okay. Sorry. It was personal. Um, <laughs> oh, but okay. So one of the, the points of, because uh, the, the runway of butt play, because it's not Chocolate City right away. You know, it's like you have a colon about eight to ten inches in and mm-hmm. that's where the storage yes. facilities are. Right. Um, but even if you've enemaed the hell out of it and it's just all play zone, there's another colon gate deeper in. Right, and so if someone, if you're using a toy that's really long or uh, a penis or anything, and you start hitting that second like muscle or third muscle in there, it can hurt at the deep penetration point. Yes. My question to you is, how do you, since you can't really necessarily like, you know, massage it necessarily, <laughs> right? How do you? help that muscle relax well it's really interesting so everyone's internal geography is different and so what i what i want to say to andy is like some people think my butt plug was made for their ass and they love it so much Mm -hmm. and other people tell me i can't quite get the head past the second sphincters which means their sphincters are actually spaced out Mm -hmm. more than more than right on top of each other right and for some people in different positions, you know, the rectum is not a straight tube. It's not like the vagina. It's not like the Lincoln Tunnel. New York joke. I'm sorry. And so it's it's curved. And often sometimes people feel pain halfway in yeah. because they've hit the wall uh-huh. because the curve is pretty pronounced. But if you go all the way back, then there is another place that you can hit and feel pain. Um, if you've ever seen, you know, these sort of gay guy, also gay leather guy fisting videos, you know, where they're like up to the elbow. And you're like, how is that humanly possible? Um, But it is. Mm -hmm. And so it's really all about relaxing and making, sort of making the structure kind of collapse so that the curves themselves aren't as pronounced. Wait, make the structures collapse? It's not collapsing, like 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 falling over, but it's like, it's opening up to a point where those curves don't feel like really sharp turns because it's expanded so much. You oh. mean by physically moving your body a certain way or by like Jedi mind tricks or something? Jedi like, mind okay, tricks, okay. yeah. And, and relaxing, other, your... relaxing your ass. Yeah. Is this like like mindfulness meditation? Like <laughs> like, like Oprah and, and Dr. We're whoever. back to the meditation. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny. I, I, you know, these are two things that I love, anal sex and meditation actually. Uh, but I haven't really like written my tome on how the two are connected. Connected. Is it like uh, is it like tantra stuff too? Like, <laughs> like what, is that what tantra? Is? Oh, there's like a million different breath patterns. I was just gonna you, like, say only this side of the room saw her face, but wasn't it scary? <laughs> oh my god! I I've been to tantra uh, uh, workshops. There's like no, a lot no. of intense faces. Okay, like, they're just like, that was really too much for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think of tantra people as like sort of gentle and eye gazing, and you came at me with some hardcore. <laughs> energy oh, there that I was I, not ready for. I have been to some workshops that I regret. Okay. <laughs> I regret them so hard. Oh, man, there's so sure many things. You sure workshops? Is that definitely <laughs> It wasn't... Lamaze. She accidentally went to yeah. a childbirthing class. <laughs> she thought I could it was see that. I could see that face if you were trying to, yeah, push out. Oh, man, there's so many questions I have for you. I, I want to ask, because I also... We have, like, a lot of things to give away as well. Like, there's oh, so much happening. Yeah, I brought some... Um, so I've got some books. I've got some DVDs because I also make sex education movies. Woo-woo. So I have, like, the expert guide to anal sex and then the expert guide to advanced anal sex. Of course you do. Yeah. And I have pegging for Andy. Okay. Um, and, <laughs> and I 
also brought some toys. Like, I, I know you know this, Sandra. We get a lot of stuff for free. Yes. And sometimes we get multiples of it. And so uh, I just I just have a big closet that is just free stuff. And I just dig into it and sort of, like, throw a few things in my bag. And that's what I did. But how are we giving away things? Are we just throwing them into the so audience? this is what I was thinking. <laughs> okay. You get a bag. And you get, I was thinking is we could do uh, fun trivia questions. Oh, that's good. Or, or if you ask a question, you get a prize. Thank you. <gasps> wow. Oh this bag yeah. of stuff, like, just appeared. Wow. Bag of wow. Wow is right. Wow. There's so many. Th- oh, a Verschbranken. Oh, you stop it. You stop <laughs> it. Oh, my God. So we could take questions and they could get a prize. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I like that. Um, but first, I have one last question for you before we open it up a little bit. Get ready, you guys. Uh, have you ever had a, a, an anal mishap in the last, like, 15 years where you were like, Tristan, you should know better? <laughs> of course I would love to say no. I mean, I, I never have anal mishaps. You're the boss of butt sex. I'm the, I'm the boss of butt sex. Uh, but mishaps do occur, yes. And and believe it or not, things have happened that have gone way outside my comfort zone. And I've, you know, had my hand in more asses than all the people in this room combined. Would anyone like to challenge me on that? <laughs> I, I've only no. had my hand in one butt. What? Well, I mean, like, I've had a finger, but, like, my whole hand. Oh, well, I was just speaking oh, of, okay, you know, sorry. Fingers, I'm, I'm kind of literal, and it was just like, okay, you were being literal. Yes. Yeah, oops. So, yeah, I've had, um, I've totally had mishaps. I'm trying to think of, I mean, one of them is, is so horrifying, I'm saving it for my memoirs. Um, <laughs> Can you describe it in three words? Just just give us a little mooch-booch, huh? A little, just. Okay. Uh, messy messier bleach all right get ready for a memoir 2017 okay all right okay are there any other mishaps or just the one you know the the one thing i will tell you though is that i feel like because i've had my hand in so many asses that i have become accustomed to kind of vibing someone out and i really do feel like i can put one finger in your ass and know what kind of day you had but i can i can i can but also I can know how it's going to progress from here. You know, so people come to me and they're like, I've been training for weeks and I want you to fist me. And I have these, you know, God made me these very small hands. Um, I mean, these are hands for fisting, right? Tiny, yeah. tiny, tiny. Little. Does that mean I have a hand for I fisting? Just cut my nails. Um, so, so I have these tiny fisting hands and I fisted a lot of anal fisting virgins. That's one of my specialties. So people come to me and they're like, I'm all for it. And I get in their ass and I'm like, you know what? I know this isn't going to happen. I know that we're going to maybe get to four fingers and that's going to be really good. And you're going to be disappointed, but I don't want you to be disappointed. But I don't tell them ahead of time, like reading mm. their fortune kind of, but no, in their I, ass. I want you to read my butt fortune so bad right now. <laughs> I'm not right now, but I mean, I just, I so, love to hear about myself. So I feel like, um, you know, the mishaps would occur like if I, push things too far or if we you know we our expectations weren't lined up but I feel like that one finger gives me kind of all I need to know and and it so I never I never feel like it goes too far do you ever have your finger in someone's butt and then lose a uh, feeling in your finger because it's so tight no oh my god I've yeah I've just been in a partner and been like, I can't feel my finger now. <laughs> wow. That is like the definition of tight ass. <laughs> it was a long time ago. We were, yeah. you know, inexperienced. In yeah. Stuff, but I yeah. didn't push it further, but I just was, wanted to know. So yeah. 
So you really warm them up. I think I just didn't know how to warm up a person. Yeah. 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 The people who call you for these kinds of things, are these like close friends? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a good question. Context. Um, So when I teach anal sex workshops around the country, sometimes I teach hands-on workshops. Okay. Right? So obviously when I go to retail stores or universities, I'm not doing live sex demos. Okay. But if I went to like a swinger convention or I went to a tantra sex party or I went to an orgy where they're also doing educational classes classes, Mm. um, I would demonstrate on someone. So most of the people have been strangers to me before that day. Wow. Do any of them want to, maybe I'm just also curious about that whole culture more than the, not more than equally to the butt stuff, but like, do they, have you ever had like a a, a butt love connection in one of those moments where they (laughs) turn around and like they, and then suddenly they're just following you around like a lost puppy for the rest of the. Okay. So I have a great story about that actually. Oh snap. Okay, so um, I was in Portland, Oregon at an event called Kink Fest, which is a kinky event, and I was teaching anal fisting. And I had previously at another event met this really wonderful man named George. I had fisted him before, so I knew he was like a good demo bottom. Mm -hmm. He had written me the most incredible thank you note on this very thick paper. And it was like, thank you for fisting my ass. (laughs) And I have it on my bulletin board at work to this day. It was like, politeness goes a long way for me and etiquette. And it was just so thoughtful. It was really thoughtful. Okay, so George the next year says, hey, want to do that again? And I'm like, great. But then Carol approaches me and says, no, I want you to fist my ass. So I was like, okay, this is going to be hard to do. And it's a lot to concentrate on, but I can do it. Because I'm also ambidextrous. Okay. So have <gasps> I am. Okay. Do you want me to th- I throw with my left hand, I write with my right hand. That's hot. No, I'm ambidextrous too. Really? Yeah, when I teach blowjob classes, because people like often are so right hand focused and yeah. I'll kind of switch gears, you know. And so because I'll depending on where the audience is, I will do something with my left hand and the right hand, do the same thing. Yeah, both. Or, and, both. And, and, yeah, you could just switch. And everybody kind of goes, wait, 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 wait. Wait, you just did that, and I'll be like, oh, God. So so Carol and and George are, like, basically sitting next to each other, you know, on all fours. Their butts are facing the audience. The audience is watching as the process unfolds. And what happened was, first of all, it was one of the most, like, intense experiences I've ever had, to have your hand in two asses at once. I mean, you're, you're like, flying high by the end of it. I mean, forget these fucking drugs at Burning Man, people. (laughs) I am telling you, anal fisting can get you there with a lot less side effects. Yeah. So I have my hand in both their asses, and something happened, and they made a love connection. (laughs) And they became sex partners. Carol and George. Did they start kissing while you were still... (laughs) No, I think there was just some eye-gazing and, like, flirting. Like, they were just... Like, they were lined up next to each other. Right. And I was imagining they were, like, opposite directions. No, No, they're right right next to each other. So, like, their butt... Just yeah, just side by side. That should be a really good. That's like I have to be close to each other. It's just my two arms. I can't be like this. Right. Well, I, I, you know, everybody wants their space. You know, but that's. Have you named that sex move? Is that the Superman? Like, what would you call that? No, the Superman. I mean, because the other thing is, I wrote another book on anal sex. Like, I didn't have enough, you know, to do. Yeah. A a really pretty one. The anal sex position Mm. book, which is the anal sex coffee table book of my dreams. Okay. Um, and I did have to name all the positions, so I did name Superman, and that was like some standing position. Okay. Uh, I haven't named the double fist. Where you fall in love, but uh, <laughs> there's the one where you fall in love, and I guess the one where you just don't. Right, right, right. Yeah. Cu- the Cupid, the conduit, the uh, clo- clo- something with Cupid would be good. 
the mediator. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't know. Any other thoughts on what you would name that? The double punch. punch. Punching scares people. And see, I'm all about the recruiting and getting people like to to me. So I don't want to say punch because they'll be like, uh, punch drunk love. (laughs) I don't know. We're back to drunk. (laughs) I'm I'm dippy. This is my second show tonight. Um... (laughs) Oh my God, so many things. Oh, we're totally running out of time. And FYI, the LA Podfest and uh, the improv, and like, it's just been so wonderful to be part of this. So thank you so much for everybody who's worked up. Thanks for coming, together. guys. Thank you. Yay. It's, ex- it's really exciting to be a part of this. And also, if you like Sex Nerd Sandra's podcast, you might like my podcast. Sex Out Loud. Sex Out Loud, which also airs live on Voice America, Fridays, 5 p.m. Pacific, but then you can listen to it as a podcast or download it on iTunes. Excellent. And I'm going to have Sandra on really soon. So if you can't get enough of like oh, this really? duo. Yeah. Oh, really? Because I live here now, so we should That's do it right. in person. Can we do it at your house in a pool? Yes. She has a pool. FYI. And you should go to her house because it's really nice. Anyway, um, Andy, do you have a podcast? I d- oh, I have a podcast uh, called Probably Science, where I talk about science and not butt stuff, unless it's scientific. Okay, um, so you do have a podcast, too. Yeah, I do it with Matt Kirshen and uh, Jesse Case, who right now is dealing with... Uh, stuff. Cold, but, but, butt health stuff is... Uh, butt health. Ironically, right. yes. Okay. But, um, it's called... Pos- probably science. Probably is science. The podcast, yes. Okay, so we all have podcasts. So, whoa. Like, so cool. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I think everybody in LA has a podcast. Uh, raise your hand if you have a podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Podcast. Okay. Oh, that's nice. okay. So, I don't feel more. special. Whatever. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you know, but we're like, yeah. we've got really, I mean, we've got sex podcasts. It's like extra credit, you know? was saying um so many things so for i have does anybody want free stuff price free stuff all they have to do is ask a question oh my god uh lady cheeky and slickwood um donated some stuff for this and you fantastic and i brought some things from we vibe and also something from pleasure works And then people can win my video uh, and my book. And you could also buy my video or my book afterwards. We're going to set up in the bar, which I'm sure won't be startling to the people who are just hanging out in the bar right now. (laughs) I'm sure it's not going to freak them out at all. Um, Here's my book. And so, yeah, we're going to set up in the bar afterwards, and we're going to hang around. And I'm going to hang around. Are you going to hang around? Sure, yeah. Andy's going to hang around. I'm going to hang around, Sandra's going to hang around. Do we have no time for any questions, though? Do we? Yeah, well, we can take a couple questions. Okay. But first, uh, this is going to be fast, and because and, I know that there are a lot of sex nerds here, so, you know, let's just do this. Right. What does PC muscle stand for? Is okay, right? come here. Yeah, no, that totally is. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally she's like, the right oh, word. Yeah. This, is, this is a bad, yeah, you are a sex She's another sex educator, ladies and gentlemen, who also gets free stuff. Would you Amy like- Jo Goddard. Hey, AJ, would you like a Pico Bong butt plug? No, you don't. She really is being honest. She Would has you, ten of them at home, and she's trying to give them away. Oh, look, a wet Nuru body. Just get too super. You want to get what naked with people? What is that? This is the thing where it's not sticky, but it's like super jelly, and then you um, lube everybody up, and it's like a slip and slide, but it's your body. I didn't. I, I think my brain is more broken right now. <laughs> before. Yeah, you want that. Okay. She's going to take that. She's going to take that. Somebody ask her for that later. Okay, great. You, go. Uh, questions? Over there. Hello. Hi. Uh, some suggestions, please, regarding standing positions and anal sex. Yes. You want them? Yes, 
Okay. I guess I'll have to. I have Andy. Can we? What? Oh, like, <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah, great. Why not? Okay. Great. So this could be for anyone, giver or receiver. I'm going to be the giver. Andy's going to be the receiver. Oh. Is, is it okay to take pictures? Yes. Okay. Andy, are you okay with people taking pictures? Sure. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. You need, um, wait, should I hold the microphone? Am I the microphone person? Wait, but you're going to be, okay. Uh, standing positions for anal sex. So uh, Tristan is bending Andy over, and he's taller than Tristan. So I, yeah, I want you to just come back on me a little bit and sort of, can you squat a little bit? Okay. Thank you for the question, by the way. <laughs> He's thinking so I think, you know, the sort of straight stand-up doesn't work. I like the stand-up and kind of bend over. But I don't know if his knees are going to be able to do this. So now I might put him, like, over a chair. Because he's really tall, so it might be tiring after a while, right? So let's just, let's, okay. no, let's even go over the okay. front of the chair. Front of the chair. Okay. So yeah, we're taking a chair. Okay. I just yeah. need it. Oh, so now he's in... How is this not the obvious answer to the question? <laughs> you bend over front of the person. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I still need like an apple box. Is there a technical person here who could get me a fucking apple box? So you need to be pe pegging a. Uh, yeah, I mean here, like let me let's just switch for a second, Andy. Let's just switch for a second. Okay, okay. So just you'll see how this lines up differently, right? When I right. do this, this seems like it would work. Yes. I, I, Andy, are you there? Yes. I, well, you, I can't you're actually, feel you at okay, all. Yes. There. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just want to make sure you're there. Okay. So you see how this works, but like the, the height disparity for us in the other direction, I think if I were going to do Andy the best, I'd probably spoon. I'd probably spoon for that. Just lie down next that. to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then we could, if we lined up pretty well, we could do... Uh, he's still, in this position, he's still kind of crouching a little. They're standing like soldiers in front of each other. <laughs> <laughs> just straight up and down, yeah. I guess because of where the anal opening is, you really could just kind of stand there and, like, watch a, a you sunset. You could, but... Yeah. I think my, my legs would... Gotta, my yeah, knees are bent slightly, his, yeah. and I think I wouldn't have a lot of stamina on this position. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I feel like walls and doorways are helpful, you know, to, like, hold on Absolutely. To yeah. Was that helpful at all? Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. You get a prize. Can I get that picture later? Oh, yeah, a prize. Do you want a video? Oh, my God. Wait. I... Obviously, you're advanced, so we need to get the advanced out. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? Yes. Andy, do you have a girlfriend? A Andy, do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> no. no. Someone needs a double punch love thing. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Andy has a... Does, does someone get a prize for asking Andy if he has a girlfriend? Yes, there is. Yes, there oh, is. Oh, okay, great. Great. Let's get them a prize. Yeah, you get a, all the butt plugs. You get, and some... Oh, my goodness. A charm one. <gasps> charm. The charm dildo. I think you can just toss to you that after. to that nice lady. Just toss it. It won't start a fire or anything. <laughs> Are those LEDs? Okay, another, another question. Yes, the most common mistakes by far are people try to go from zero to 60 in five seconds, and that is a disaster waiting to happen. So the ass is all about wanting to be kind of warmed up and really worked up. So if, for example, like Andy and I were going to go home and have anal sex, and let's just say I'd never have any... Is there clapping for that? <laughs> You know, the, 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 the thing is, Andy, I would have anal sex with you, but it would have to be filmed. 
<laughs> that's my only for requirement. For collection or for No, the for public consumption. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. We'll so that's to, just the way I roll we'll these days. We'll negotiate afterwards. Okay. So, okay, so if we had anal sex, and this is my first time ever having anal sex, what I always tell people is, like, you're going to work on getting one finger in my ass and giving me an amazing orgasm, and then we're going to roll over and maybe I do you, and then we watch some, like, Sons of Anarchy, and we go to sleep. So I think making the mistake that you're going to have that you're going to have a penis or a dildo in their ass if they've had nothing in their ass to begin with, that is way too fast, way too far. Start with a finger. Yes. Or even outside stuff. Yeah, even outside stuff, even exactly. Looking at a butthole sometimes is too much for some people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You don't have to look at it, I don't think. <laughs> but you should. It's just an option. Oh, you should. You should. I mean, I'm all about, you know, like the consciousness raising, like get down there with a mirror, look at your ass. I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Thanks for that question. Uh, so should I give, do you want my book? Okay, fantastic. Oops. Will you sign books if people will get books? I will later? sign books. Ooh. I think we yeah. need like a prize giver outer so we don't keep like doing this. <laughs> I know, we all oh my God, up. now the hands go up. Wow. Uh, so I understand that generally cleanliness is not so much a problem as long as you don't feel like you have to have a bowel movement. Then, um, you know, chances are good you're going to be perfectly clean and it's going to be fine. But I've run into a situation where a person consistently was not clean and didn't have any dietary or health issues that we were aware of, okay. tried um, anal douching and that wasn't always resolving the problem. Like, is this common at all? Do you have any suggestions or thoughts? Well, so the, the first thing is, like, I know a lot more about poop than I thought I ever would when <laughs> I graduated college <laughs> because it sort of comes with the territory. And so my first question would be, do they really not have any di like digestive issues? That would be my first question. Because I would say that like people with what, what is considered sort of a normal, and I know we, we like to fight against normativity, but a normal bowel movement is like firm, slides out, nothing else is left behind, you know, no child left behind, no poop <laughs> left behind. Um, and so I would say my first question is, is there some intervention, even holistically, um, for why it's messy? And then I'd wonder if, there are, if they're doing an enema properly. So one of the things that happens is if, if you do an enema and you don't give yourself time between the enema and the hot anal sex state, it's going to loosen everything up and then make it messier than if you never had the enema to begin with. So I like to wait at least two hours between the end of the enema, clean water coming out of the ass only, and the hot anal sex state. That's a lot do of cleaning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes. Do you recommend <laughs> any particular uh, fiber sources if people don't want to necessarily douche or um, whatever? Just like in terms of like legit good dietary action for like solid movements. Just enough vegetables and fruits. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm all about the, like, yeah. Like, let's just do vegetables and fruits, and kale really is good for your ass. It, okay. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's just a fact. It's I just, believe you. It's fiber. So I would just say, have a, you know, change your diet, change your ass. Would you like a butt plug? I'd love a butt plug. Woo! <laughs> and here is some liquid satin. This is, uh, when I used to work at a sex store, everybody loved the satin liquid lube. So here's both. Wow. Yeah. She's got lube and a butt plug. Yeah. Woo! Feel yeah? Oh, and it vibrates. Okay, there was a question over there. Hi. Hi. So, because you have seen so many anuses, I'm just wondering about the diversity of anuses. Like, 
uh, are they as diverse as genitals, for instance? I, I know that when I look at my anus, sometimes it doesn't feel very textbook. Like, it's a little different than what I think an anus is supposed to look like. And so I'm just wondering, I guess I want, like, an inspirational speech from you, em empirically based, about how all of our assholes look different yeah. in a beautiful way. Yeah. No, that, that's absolutely true, and it's a really good question. Um, all of our assholes do look different, as you can imagine. They're, like, as unique as snowflakes. And also this idea that, you know, that... There are also, like, tons of different color variations. So in the same way that we see lots of variation with women's vulvas and men's penises, like, we, we see that same variation in the ass. Like, people have different skin tones, and they have, like, like um, Joanna Angel has this amazing mole right near her asshole, which I, I find really sexy. Um, and so it's like a Cindy Crawford thing, but it's on her ass. Um, and, uh, yeah, so people have different kind of skin tones. Also, just the different level of, like, puckering. Um, I, I think, like, people with very dark skin can have a real pink ass. That's That can be really interesting, the contrast of the colors. And... Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've seen, like, two asses where I would say, well, those, like, I would look identical in a lineup. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I want to try a lineup. Okay. <laughs> that seems like a great idea. Okay. Thank you for that question. Would you... Do you I, I don't know if a, a, a male masturbating Verspanken is interesting mm. to you. Nope. No, okay. What about I, the thing sitting in front of you? Yes. Yeah. Like oh, my God. That's the Wee Vibe. It's their newest thing. It's, like, the little... What's it called? The, the Pleasure Mate collection, where it's one vibrator and then two different attachments, one for the G-spot, one, one for anal. Yeah, they mailed me one as a gift, and I was so excited, and now I can't find it at the Nerdist headquarters. <laughs> like, someone at Nerdist, like, stole it at the comic book store oh, or something. Or maybe it's be. under, like, you know, all the penis capes. That, they're like... A, <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. They're offering to give it to you, because you might have lost hey. yours. Thank you. She can get another one. Okay. No, I'll, she can I'm get another. Cool. We I'm Vibe cool. is very generous with its sex educators. Yeah, they're fantastic. And that's my, there, I have two copies, so you're, you're getting the brand oh new sealed in the box one. I, I, also, I'm blown away by how many questions we have, because often at the end of podcasts, like, everyone's so like, information heavy that they just kind of go, no, I don't have any questions. So the fact that there's so many questions is, like, really yeah. exciting. Yeah, and then we'll just keep doing it until they kick us out. Okay. The far right, and then... Is that the light? Quick. <laughs> oh, I think that's light. Okay. What type of lube do we suggest? Mm. Ah, I've been take through it from many, here. I've been through many lube um, phases in my life with butts. Um, I really, uh, for total beginners, I like to encourage people to try something really thick and viscous um, to really coat and protect. Mm -hmm. um, and I really like silicone as sort of like the basic just for whatever. But I actually, what, what really works for, for me now is like if I... If I want to do that, I coat with silicone since it's not water-soluble. It tends to stick around longer, but tends to be a little bit thinner. Or you tend to feel more, like for me. More friction. And, and then I put a thick, juicy lube on top of it, and so I totally, like, do a double layer. Oh. Yeah. What do you, look what, at you. Okay. So I play with lots and lots of toys. I love my own toy. I love silicone toys. And you can't use silicone lube with silicone toys. Ugh. So I'm a straight-up water-based girl. Um, and I would say right now I'm really grooving on Sliquid, Organic, only the best. 
for my ass. Organic gel. Also the gel, the oh, thicker ones. I respect that. Yeah. yeah. The purple bottle. Yeah. Um, uh, no one's going to ask me what kind of lube I like. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Andy? Andy? And then you had a question in the corner? Not do I recommend or discourage non-official lubes? Do you mean like coconut oil and olive oil and stuff like that? Crisco, yeah, uh, yeah. So here's the thing: it's true. Like there are other things which could lubricate, and these things are household products like olive oil, vegetable oil, baby oil, Vaseline. The thing with all of those is that they're oil-based. And so, first of all, they're not good if you're using any kind of safer sex barrier, right? They'll break down latex, they'll break down condoms, they make dental dams kind of useless. Um, They also stain, so they stain clothes, they stain um, sheets, they're really hard to clean up. And they just aren't built and tested, like, for lubrication, Right? I mean, even KY Jelly, doctors will admit to you, like, and the people who make it will admit to you that that's used for, like, exams that take five seconds. Right? It's not meant to be used over a sustained period of time of, of having sex. So the old, I used to say no oil-based lubes at all, because also if you have two holes and you use an oil-based lube in your ass and some of that oil-based lube migrates to the pussy, it will set up shop and give you a vaginal infection, which you don't want. So I used to say over like my whole career, no oil-based lubes ever, unless there's only one hole and you're like really into Crisco and I will let you have your love affair with Crisco. Um, but now coconut oil has come on the scene and coconut oil has antibacterial product uh, properties. It definitely won't cause an infection and it's really good for you. Uh, it can still stain though. Uh, yeah. And you're super soft the next day. (laughs) So I would say the only oil based I would recommend is, is coconut. And then you've got to be careful what kinds of toys you use and you have to use non latex barriers like nitrile. But coconut yes. oil with silicone is fine, I've been told. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. So much information. Ah, uh, I love it. Um, okay. What? Oh, you have a prize. Yeah, Come I know. In. You get a prize. What are you giving them? I mean, you, uh, you get a prize and you get a prize. But how about this? Come get the prizes yeah. after. Cause, yeah. Or, 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 just gonna do keep you, going. Would you like this for Spankin? I don't even know what that is. It's a, it's a male masturbation. It looks like you put your dick in it. If you, if you, if you're, uh, if you're got your hands deep in ma- male genitals, sometimes this can be. A Wait, it says thing. oral sex stimulator. Oh, it's supposed to be a mouth. No, no, no. Because no, you um, use it on someone's shaft while you use your mouth. Ma- oh, think, oh, yeah. it's a, okay. Like it's an open. I'm sorry. And oh, it's open ended. Yeah, and there's different, um, different little pillows that you. Can I spoke too soon. I'm sorry. And some it's of them not are, what I thought it was. Some of them are like microwavable or something, so they're warm. Mm. Um, but I, basically, I'm fascinated with this. Maybe I just secretly just want to just have this because I'm fascinated. Can I just see it? I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just hear you. We are going way over time. OMG. So, so two prizes right there. Um, Oh my God. It's hard to even see. Where where can people find you in the world? Okay. Where you can find me in the world is, um, I live in LA now. Just so you know, I moved here like two weeks ago (laughs) and I was going to unpack, but then I just thought, no, let me come to the improv. Who needs 
stuff. Um, so I am on the web at puckerup.com, puckerup.com, not safe for work. If you want to go see me and tell your mom about me and you're at work, tristanterramino.com. I'm on Twitter at Tristan Terramino. My show is called Sex Out Loud. Go to sexoutloudradio.com. And I'm sort of on Facebook too, but I'm more on the Twitter. On the Twitter. On the Twitter is where you'll find me. How about you, Andy? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Andy T. Wood, and the podcast is at probablyscience.com. And um, if you guys aren't already coming to the rest of the shows this weekend at the podcast festival, I co-produce that, and all the shows are at lapodfest.com. For the next three days, it's all happening at the Sofatel, if you guys want. To. Not to promote away from the improv. Thank you for the improv, by the way. Thank you to the this. improv, the you legendary awesome. improv. Did someone get a picture of us with the oh, improv yeah. in the back pictures. and my butt plug? Oh, there's pictures, there's yeah. pictures okay, of me good. bent good. over. Okay, good. Pictures. Oh, and find me on Facebook. If I could plug uh, the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, which only happens in the spring in Portland, but yes. bridgetowncomedy.com. Another I just thing posted that, face, uh, that um, I recently, yeah, people Excellent. heard the stuff I recorded from there. That Excellent. was a blast. Thanks for coming. Um, I'm sex nerd Sandra. I can be found in, uh, just Google it, and it's everywhere, including VetLife. Um, and I am so appreciative of all of you who came out and joined us for this evening. This will be up uh, in a few weeks on the podcast, Sex Nerd Sandra. And uh, as I say on the show, go team fun. Thank you. Have a great night. Now leaving Nerdist.com.